0: supernatural sleuth solving situations surreptitiously, sans suicide. We watch Bungo Stray Dogs and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello everyone and welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you as always is me, your host producer, weeb of all trades, and suicidal investigator PJ.
1: And me, your sleepy cosmic
2: horror, Skylar.
0: And joining us today, the newest recruit to the armed detective agency, Lauren.
2: Hello, I am that stray dog that you found on the side of the road and convinced your mom to keep. You got fleas.
0: She's got fleas. Not well, anymore. If the episode Nope, still got the fleas, oh, just can't get no. them off. Uh, well, if the episode title wasn't enough of a hint and that, we are watching Bungo Stray Dogs today as we continue through detective month. Yay.
1: So not to be annoying, it's pronounced Bungo Stray Dogs.
2: Oh, is it? I wasn't sure.
0: It's wild. You said not to be annoying, and then you were super annoying. It's <laughs> like, is that your special ability, Skylar?
2: <gasps> oh no. My God.
1: Uh, as I was putting together context clips, like one of the top videos was literally like how to pronounce bungo stray dogs but you Not know what tongue.
0: the 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 fandom also can't agree if it's bungo with an o or OU.
1: i know yeah, yeah so yeah. i'm oh. already
0: gonna just say whatever i want to say okay okay regardless mm. lauren yeah it is an interesting name based on the name what did you think this anime was going to be about
2: it is a very interesting name Similar to like Inuyasha and Sakura, I'm assuming Bungo means something in Japanese that I don't know what its translation is. Uh, however, the last two words are English; those are stray dogs. So, seeing as this is Detective Month, I'm saying the show is about dog cops. Dog cops. It. Dog cops. But Steven this is universe. the universe. St- steven universe but this is the stray dog division right so like they don't have homes they don't have owners they are just out they're there loose cannon they're loose cannons they don't have any formal training and they're just going on pure instinct and their natural talent and they're protecting the entire city from like bad guys as opposed to like their home because like the city is their home they're stray dogs so stray dog cops is this show
0: i i would watch this
2: I'm excited we get to watch this because that's what's I happen. I will
0: say, I'm assuming once you saw the poster, your your hopes were a little dashed.
2: Um, there is a disappointing lack of dogs on this poster, and I'm very sad that I won't get dog cops. But that's I'm still holding out some hope. Maybe I will still get my dog cops.
0: Once you saw the poster, what did you now think the anime was going to be about?
2: I am assuming now that, I mean, there's no dogs anywhere. So I was really thrown for a loop. That we know of. That's, that's true. You know, maybe they're hidden dogs. Maybe they all turn into dogs. Like, <gasps> I don't know.
1: I would watch a show with detectives turning into dogs to fight crime. Or is that oh. what we're about to watch?
0: Oh, Oh, I was about to say, or is that the anime that we're about to watch?
2: (laughs) Is that the anime?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that what is is that what your prediction is these, um, uh, these are cops who might turn into dogs
2: now that I've said it I'm thinking that I'm hoping that that's what it is just because I like really want to see dogs but um initially in my notes I had put that I think this is more like a going back to Sherlock Holmes thing a Baker Street irregulars situation where he has Holmes has this network of small orphan children that he has work for him on his cases and I was like what if these are all like orphans and misfits and they work for like a powerful person or like an organization and they're stray dogs because they don't have a home but now they'll have a home with whatever they're doing in this thing.
0: Didn't they just do like a Netflix Bigger Shooter regulars but they all had like superpowers?
2: Yes, you showed me that trailer. You were like, what do you think about this? And I was like, on the fence.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's weird. But also, I mean, who knows? I might add more credence to your theory. But let's also work off of this dog transformation theory. Right. So I'm going to ask you about these characters on this poster. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. dog do you think they'll and turn into? And I was going to ask, <laughs> what, dog, what type of dog do you think they'll <laughs> turn into? That is exactly what I was going to say, Skylar. <laughs>
2: wow. Look at this.
0: All right, Lord, tell me about this orange-haired one up top.
2: That one is the one that never really looks casual in photos. I said that's the wise mom friend. Uh, they dole out life advice and warm cookies in equal measure. They're a little reserved, but they do genuinely love everyone in the group, and they take very good care of them. I'm going to go based on hair color. I would say Irish setter. Ooh. Oh, okay,
0: okay. All right, so we have our Irish setter. Now mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm, move to mm-hmm. this black-haired one in the trench coat.
2: Doctor Who? That's what I've been calling him.
0: Doctor Who? <laughs>
2: Listen, I have names or at least taglines for all of them. That's Doctor Who. He is definitely the coolest one in the group. He's kind of that friend in the group that everyone wonders how they got there because they're like so much cooler than everybody else. Mm. But he is very qualified for this, this position, this job that they're doing. He is very super cool. And he's like never worried about anything. He's just always super even keel and just like, just go with the flow, man. It's going to work out. Don't worry about it. I guess I go off of hair color again. We can do a we can do a husky. That's a good fit.
0: You can also go off the personalities. I was gonna say huskies very are very, personalities. very personalities. loud Intense and, and they're dramatic. Very energetic.
1: They are so Yeah. They go really against the personality you just
2: described. That is true. Someone You else- know what I
0: would give you? I would hmm. give you Doberman. This is a Doberman.
2: I don't think oh, Doberman yeah. is accurate at all.
0: I mean Doberman fits your description pretty well. Does it? Yeah, Dobermans are, like, some of the most relaxed dogs. They're very intense, but, like, it's, like, a reserved intensity. Yeah. Unless you don't train them well. Obviously, like, Dobermans given dog. to people who don't know how to train dogs. Mm-hmm. They're going to be demons. But right. if you ever meet someone that has, like, a well-trained Doberman, they're just, like, there doing their thing.
2: Well, then, I suppose Doctor Who can be a Doberman then with that. I would have sure. said Newfoundland
0: Lab. Oh, see, I feel like Newfies are a little too... Um, a little too much.
2: Yeah, I agree. I was gonna say Newfoundland at first, and I was like, mm, "That doesn't feel right." Um, I had a
1: Newfoundland lab that just liked to sleep. <laughs> One time, Maybe he ate um, our Thanksgiving turkey off the counter. <gasps> the whole turkey slept for man. like three days. Yeah,
2: the whole turkey. We didn't get to have <laughs> I turkey that year. <laughs> Love
0: slash hate that. Like, I would hate to be in that situation, but what a fun story.
2: <laughs> when I was, um, when I was a baby, my parents' dog. Our cocker spaniel ate two, like swallowed two Cornish hens, just whole. <laughs> so, like, I guess this Jeez is just Louise. a dog thing.
0: <laughs> Tell me about the one in the Newsboy cap.
2: That's Little Holmes.
0: That's Lil Holmes. Lil
2: Holmes, <laughs> his rap name.
0: <laughs> that's, I will say, I also saw him, and I was like, kind of a Holmes vibe when I first started yeah. Uh, watching.
2: Yeah, very Holmes vibe. So that's why I've been calling him Little Holmes. He is high energy, all the schemes. Goonies never say die. He is just as chaotic as the girl with the butterfly clip because I have a theory that they are siblings. So since he's so high energy and so like much all the time, he's got to be like uh, he's a puppy. Clearly, you know, my parents dog is kind of <laughs> he's adorable. He's kind of a nightmare. So we'll say that he is. Um, a New Yorkie, which is a Maltese and a Yorkie combined. What an
0: interesting combination of dogs! Yeah, it
2: yeah. is. A, it is. But you know they're really, really adorable. But Linus is kind of a nightmare, so I feel like that fits this kid's vibe.
0: Yeah, we had many uh, a and Taz episode interrupted by, by Linus by when Linus. you were in Colorado. <laughs> he has so
2: very much to say all of the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gotta get Linus's own podcast. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so then tell me about this, uh, the woman with the butterfly clip.
2: The woman with the butterfly clip, which she absolutely will not hesitate to kill you with. If she has to.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so she's siblings with Lil Holmes. They're both kind of similar. They both give the same amount of sass um, and they're both very chaotic. But she is more of the, the calm one in the relationship. He is all over the place. And while she's right there with him, she's also like, we can take a step back. We need to be smart about this. I mean since they're siblings they have to be a similar breed.
0: She could be a different mix of Maltese and something else or Yorkie and something else.
2: Like a Maltese and a and a poodle or like a little poodle.
0: What is that a moodle?
2: A moodle. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was going to say cuz poodles A Paltese?
0: A yeah.
1: lot of, not all poodles, but mm. a lot of poodles are very aggressive.
2: Yeah, they really are, but they are really cute. But they are high yeah. energy. So, you know what, we can say they're s- siblings. So she's half Poodle half, I guess maltese.
0: Pool tease. A pool
2: (laughs) that pool (laughs)
0: tease. Uh tell me about this blonde one in overalls.
2: The blonde one in overalls is like way too happy to be here, but it's like the positive sunshine in this group when everyone else is like, this is getting really tough and hard. They're like, no, no, like we'll get through it. It's gonna be okay. So yeah, they they're the happy one, they're the sunshine, they bring all of the the good vibes. So I'm going to go for Golden Retriever for that That's person. Literally That's literally what, makes what the I was most thinking. Sense. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think if you hadn't said that, I would have immediately been like,
2: My it's a Golden, golden Retriever. retriever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you would have been like, well, this podcast is
2: over. The only
1: so. two good answers would have been...
0: I de- unidentifiable mutt. Yes. Mm,
1: and Golden Retriever. Yeah,
0: that is true. Tell me about then this blonde one in a vest with a ponytail.
2: This gentleman... <laughs> Um, I've been calling him Jude Law because he kind of looks like Jude Law to me. <laughs> he is the bookish smart boy who is bookishly smart. Um, he gives you way more like information and facts about something than you absolutely necessarily need. He is helpful because he thinks outside the box and literally knows everything, but he's also infuriating because he literally knows everything. So based off of that...
0: Uh... Thinking like German Shepherd. I was thinking
2: to same. yeah, I was actually going to say German Shepherd.
0: Love it. I think that's a great choice. Yeah, yeah. Then let's round it out then with our middle doggo here, the, the middle silver-haired one in the center.
2: That is the first Airbender, not to be confused with the last Airbender. Um, I'm assuming that he can use magic because there's like a wind situation going on around the poster, and it looks like it's centralized on him. I can't really tell, but that's what my assumption was. I will say. Uh, before I dive into his personality, he is very fashionable because his belt is long. And apparently that's like super in right now. Okay. What? Yeah, no, this is like an actual fashion trend right now. Um, That was at Fashion Week. Long belts? Where, yes, there is the super, super long belt. That's, yeah, no, I literally just saw this last night. I was like, oh my God, what is that? And then I saw this poster and I was like, oh my God, what is happening?
0: Man, I like dressing well, but I hate fashion. <laughs>
2: <Honestly>. <laughs> so like... I love that you brought that
1: up because when I started watching this, I was like, wow, this is the most stereotypical anime designs that I have ever animated cuz you got true. the fingerless gloves, you got straps, trench coats. There's even bandaged arms.
2: Yes. Like
1: every 7th grader like drew these exact outfits for their OCs. It's just
0: not this good.
1: <laughs> well, obviously, it's 7th grade. But like, do you know how many when I first started drawing how many bandaged arms I drew too many bandaged arms.
2: So does this, this little middle magic boy, maybe magic boy, Uh, they take their crime fighting business a little too seriously where they go like really hard in, but they're very, very dedicated to the cause and to this group. And they're really the one that like keeps everyone motivated, keeps everyone going. I was going to say a uh, straight mutt for this one.
0: A straight mutt. Yeah. Like not, full mutt. Yeah. Not to be confused yeah. with a gay mutt.
2: That's, not what I was going for, but I don't want to ascribe any sexual orientation to them. I feel like that's their decision.
0: Well, you said straight. So we're gonna go with that. Oh Lauren <laughs> only wants his character to be straight, nothing else. Oh no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, with everything, I like those theories. I liked I want to see if you know, if we get any of these dogs, mm-hmm, see if those mm-hmm. dog transformations even exist. But we'll find that out by watching episode one and two of Bungo Bungo Bunga Stray Dogs. <laughs> So stay tuned and we'll oh, no. see uh how many of those dog predictions come true. All right, we're back and we had Lauren watch episodes one and two of Bungo Stray Dogs. Lauren, tell me what did you think?
2: I was not expecting a feline in this.
0: <laughs> at all. You're like, this is the opposite of a stray dog. <laughs> this is a wild lion.
2: This is a wild feline. What is happening? But no, overall, I had such a good time watching this and it's hilarious i laughed so much
0: oh yeah i laughed a lot watching (laughs) this yeah
2: i thought this was super super funny
0: skylar has seen most all of this anime but it was also my first time watching this oh really yeah so i i had a great time
1: earlier in the week i was like oh i'm just gonna hit out these two first episodes and then like like maybe try to get through it and then i finished the two episodes i was like i gotta do more and now this anime straight up is in my top 10 like favorite anime of all time.
2: Oh, wow.
1: And I think it's either number six or seven.
0: Ooh, that's wow. exciting. That's well, let's really see how we there. got here. Uh, so let's get through some housekeeping on Bungo Stray Dogs. So Bungo Stray Dogs is based on the manga by Kafka Asagiri for Young Ace Magazine and has been running since December of 2012 and is technically still ongoing with a current total of 21 volumes. Kafka wanted to gather multiple famous late authors and draw them as young adults and teenagers with supernatural powers, and in his hope that more people would find an interest in literature with the series being like, oh, let me look up this character and finding out that they're named after a famous, or a famous author.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool.
0: The anime was directed by Takuya Igarashi and produced by Bones for Tokyo MX and ran from April 2016 to June of 2019 for a total of 36 episodes. In addition to this, there is a light novel, which itself has gotten a spin-off manga, a chibi spin-off manga/anime titled Bungo Stray Dogs 1, an anime film, a live-action film currently in production, a video game also in production, and 3 stage plays.
2: Yep, I was looking at some of the stage plays last night. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is this going to be a Japanese film? or?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they make a lot of uh, live-action anime films. Uh, In case you're wondering, they're still in their, like, they're not very good phase that we had with comic book movies for a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh... But someday they'll get it. Someday they'll get, like, their, you know... Kevin
1: Feige. I heard that Full Metal Alchemist was okay.
0: I heard it was okay, but for such an amazing anime, it should be great. Yeah. Mm. But with all of that, let's jump into episode one and two. Nakajima Atsushi, a starving homeless orphan, encounters a man floating down the river who appears to be drowning. Atsushi dives in and rescues a man who comes to consciousness and introduces himself as a suicidal maniac, Osamu Dazai. Dazai's colleague, Dopo Kunikida, yells at Dazai from across the river and ends up treating Atsushi to a meal of chasuke in a tea house. Atsushi discovers that Kunikida and Dazai work for the Armed Detective Agency, an organization of individuals possessing supernatural abilities. Dazai and Kunikida explain that they are searching for a tiger that has been ravaging warehouses and livestock. Atsushi states that the tiger has been following him throughout his travels and ends up posing as a bait to help the two agents capture it. Dazai slips Kunikida a note and takes Atsushi to a warehouse. Atsushi explains how he was kicked out of the orphanage to save money because the tiger had caused a financially poor orphanage to get a great deal of damage. Dazai concludes that Atsushi himself is a tiger, or rather that he has the supernatural power to transform into a tiger under the moonlight. The full moon is revealed and Atsushi transforms and attacks Dazai, who reveals his special ability, No Longer Human, which stops all other abilities when he touches a person. He is able to subdue Atsushi, Not long after, Kunikita arrives at the scene with three other agents. Dazai decides to make Atsushi a member of the armed detective agency. Atsushi wakes up in a dorm room owned by the armed detective agency. He receives a call from Dazai who claims there is an emergency. Atsushi frees Dazai from a suicide attempt in a barrel and decides to look for a different job outside of the agency. Dazai offers to help him and the pair eventually run to Kunikita who hurries them to a scene of actual emergency. A man had taken a hostage and was threatening to blow up the building. Dazai and Kunikita play rock-paper-scissors to determine who would be the one to distract the criminal. Kunikita loses and attempts to negotiate with the man but is ordered to get on all fours on the table and is unable to do anything else. Atsushi is dressed up as a newspaper boy and successfully distracts the man from the bomb, giving Dazai enough time to subdue the man. The man still presses the detonator and the bomb starts counting down. Desperately, Atsushi throws himself over the bomb to try and protect everyone else. The bomb does not go off, however, as the whole scene was a setup to test to see if Atsushi was the right kind of person to join the detective agency. <laughs> the president of the agency leaves the decision up to Dazai, who deems Atsushi worthy to be a member of the agency, and that's episodes one and two of Bungo Stray Dogs.
1: Laura, mm. okay, so uh, when they were introducing each other and stuff, and they said, um, Asamu Dazai, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, that name is super familiar. That's an author. Uh, so many like K-dramas in anime like have referenced him, and I was like, Shit! Wait, actually, I know him. Why do I know him? And I looked it up, and I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people, he's like one of the top like fiction writers of all time, like in Japanese history. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that's when I discovered that um, each person is based off a famous author, like what PJ had said, obviously in the description. Mm-hmm. And um, Bungo actually means literary, so it means literary stray dogs. And Uh um, his power, no longer human,
0: is one of his books.
1: Is one of his most famous books, and you start seeing all their special powers is based off like one of their works.
0: Yeah. So the detective agency, and when I mean obviously this is like mild mild spoilers, but I'm really just telling you about characters that are going to come up. Mm -hmm. Um, The detective agency and the port mafia are all based off of very famous Japanese uh, authors. Okay. But then when you start getting into the guild, you start getting into very famous American authors. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> and you get access. And then
0: when you get the rats, that's when you start getting famous Russian, Russian authors. Yep.
2: Oh.
0: And then when you get to the angels, you get into famous horror authors. Wow. And it's just it just keeps going. Like every character is based off of someone. Like again, all of the stray dogs are very famous. Uh, Japanese authors again Dazai probably being one of the most famous authors yeah. that they have someone based off of that's so cool but like it, when you get to the guild you start getting characters like F. Scott Fitz uh, you know Francis Scott Key Fitzgerald <laughs> and John Steinbeck and H. Yes. P. Lovecraft and then, you know, uh-huh, in uh-huh, The Rats, uh-huh. you get, like, Dostoevsky. Mm-hmm. In The Decay, you get, like, Brahm Stoker. You know, you get a lot of, you know, It, you, it's yes. all authors.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I just have to say, one of the powers that or one of the gifts someone has is literally um, Tom and Hook. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> I wonder say, which is, character that would be. Is there, right? Mark
2: Twain? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. That's so cool. I love that concept.
0: Yeah, I, and that's why something that I was, when I was originally looking at this, I was like, it's detectives and literature, Lauren. Hello. Because <laughs> uh, for our listeners, all Lauren really does in her time, generally, is read books.
1: And now watch anime. Now I'm watching anime and
0: reading
2: books. <laughs> <laughs> that's called manga.
0: She has not gotten into manga. I
2: have not yet, but um, you know what? You guys got me into anime. Maybe I'll get into manga.
0: But all of that said, let's actually talk about, like, the anime-anime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, a few things right off the bat. I love that you have uh, Atsushi, like, pulling a full-on Captain America.
2: And saving just and try I? And just
0: throwing himself over the bomb.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. at the end. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was...
0: And Great. just like Captain America, it was fake. But I like that, unlike Captain America, who is, like, this determined, like, all right, everyone, get out of here. I'm here to save your lives. she's like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? <laughs> he's
1: like, oh, no. I've done this. But, like, why have I done
0: this? But that's very...
1: Protagonist behavior. Well, it's
0: very, like, in My Hero Academia, when, when Deku is running in to save Kachan. Yeah. And in, when, before he has any powers, and he's like, I literally am running without even thinking. Like, it's just, like... This is the right thing to do and Instinct. I can't stop myself.
1: Uh I just want to say I love Okay, so the part where um Dazai like makes him transform from a tiger back mm-hmm. uh back to human. Odaishi like it focuses on his shoes which are like so delicate and beautiful and the way he like steps on the ground. I was like shit. That was graceful as fuck.
0: It was so graceful <laughs> and it was almost like it was a little like I for a second I was like are, are, are this is gonna sound weird. Are these women's feet? <laughs> are these women's feet? <laughs> because they're drawn so delicately, and the, you don't really get that in anime unless it's like a female character. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Like a celestial kind of like female yeah. landing.
0: And I like how mm. like like very like sensual in a way when he like falls onto dazai and it's like this very like beautiful moment. And Dazai's like, I don't swing that way, and just drops it <laughs> on the floor. <laughs>
2: So he was like, I, absolutely first, like, laughing
0: <laughs> because you do get that set up, like, "Ooh, is this about to be like some weird, like, some cute BL stuff, some boy right. love?"
1: When oh. I first typed in "Boongo Stray Dogs," it, the first question on Google was like, "Is this boy love?" Anime? Can I say and I that's like, the
0: same oh. thing that happened when I searched "Moriarty the Patriot"? It was like, "Moriarty the Patriot is Moriarty the Patriot BL," and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, that's pretty much." If you are gonna have a lot of male main characters, the question will always be, "Is this boy love?"
2: I mean can't anything if you want it to be i mean it might not be in the theming but or it's in the, the question is, is it
0: canonically boy love right
2: uh okay i understand that makes sense
0: because boy love is like its own genre mm-hmm.
2: yeah mm-hmm. okay
0: so but yeah i love that he was like mm, i'm not really into guys and just <laughs> drops him. literally just drops him <laughs> just like shoves him to the floor <laughs> and speaking of like sensuality and stuff can we I think like we need to address like the elephant in the room.
2: The sister. Oh my sister. god. Oh my god. I was so uncomfortable.
0: I didn't I didn't know because uh, Crunchyroll had just kept playing the episodes. So like when episode one ended, because I had watched it all the way through episode two started and I was like, wow, this is a really long episode. Why would they start <laughs> another scene after the credits? Because it just floats so seamlessly. <laughs> like it wasn't like it wasn't like, all right, now playing next episode or anything. Mm-hmm. So I started watching the very beginning of episode three and there even worse in episode three <gasps> well she's even no, worse the entire what? time he's just like why is this happening Please just don't. like in episode two. Oh my god so
1: Warren mm-hmm. there's a, a very like popular trope oh, that super is popular. exaggerated a lot of times hopefully called <laughs> a brother and sister complex where oh, um mm-hmm. a lot of times it looks very incestuous <laughs> yeah But for the person with that complex, like a lot of times as children, they're like, I'm going to grow up to marry this person because they like look up to them so much. I'm not Mm -hmm. like trying to like explain it away. I'm just trying to explain that trope.
0: Like why it exists. Yeah, (laughs) And like a lot of times it's very like, Innocently for comedy. Slurdy, which is like still weird right mm-hmm. but like it's a lot more excusable usually in the trope but in this one like it is very played up like the fact that she was like i liked being tied up we should keep that we should keep playing this game when we get back home i, I was, was like, like oh, absolutely my god. not <laughs> <laughs> I, was I was like, like, like oh my dang. god
2: like listen i have a couple of there were a couple of times throughout both episodes i was like are they fucking? And then I got to the siblings, and I was like, "Please don't say that they are fucking."
0: Well, I mean, and I mean, you could see that the entire time he's pretty uncomfortable by it. Mm-hmm, that's true. Like he's like, "You don't, you don't got to do this."
2: <laughs> yeah, no. She was, she was a lot. I mean, she was committed to the bit, though. I was like, she plays captive very well, and then she instantly is like, "I really liked that. Let's go home <laughs> and play captive more." Mm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I thought I was like, oh, my God, I wonder what Lauren's take on this is going to be. Because, like, it was already a little like, (laughs) oh, that's happening for me. And I'm so used to that trope. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I wonder what it's going to be like for Lauren.
2: (laughs) Uh, It was uncomfortable Uh, is what it was.
0: (laughs) You know what I'm really curious to try now? What? Chasuke, like the tea rice.
2: Yeah, because he
1: dies for it, right? It looks so beautiful, too.
0: But it's clearly also supposed to be like an almost like a commoner dish, right? Yeah,
1: like a Mm -hmm. poor people food.
0: Yeah, which it sounds like it would be right. It's just tea rice, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. two very cheap common foods. But I like that because even like when he's when uh, Dazai's like, you can have anything you want. He's like tea rice. He's like, you're cute. <laughs> oh, <okay>. let's
2: go <laughs> get you uh, some. I it, guess. I was
0: like, but that sounds really good, you know, because <laughs> I love rice. <laughs> so I'm like interested to try it.
2: Yeah, it and like Skylar said, it's drawn beautifully. All anime food is drawn amazing, but this looks yes delicious. So. How did you feel about Kunikita? Oh, is that uh, Jude Law? <laughs> yes, that's Jude yes. Law. Thank you. Um, they, I mean, they said their names, but I didn't always catch them. <laughs> he made me laugh so much. I love his dynamic with Dazai where he's like taking everything seriously. And then Dazai's like, I'm just messing with you. And then he gets so pissed off. Your I predictions love he always breaks so his Right.
1: That I was like, <laughs> <laughs> damn oh it.
0: Yeah. I, uh, whoops. I guess I was right. Um, so the relationship between Dazai and Kunikita reminds me, reminds me so much of the dynamic between Gojo and Kento in Jujutsu Kaisen.
1: So PJ, there, <laughs> they, I found a video that's literally just like Dazai being Gojo for like five minutes straight. And I was just like, yeah, this reads, this reads so hard. And
0: then Kunikita is Kento.
1: And then um, they have Otoshi as uh, what's his face?
0: What's his face?
1: I can't remember his Good name old right now. What's
0: his face?
1: Fun fact: In high school, if I had a crush on something on someone, I would call him. I would just say, "What's their face?" And then that's how all my friends knew I had a crush on someone. And they're like, "Oh, oh you what's know, his face? what's
0: his face?" <laughs> You're so annoying.
1: <laughs> it wasn't intentional. I'd be like, "Oh yeah," uh, like I'd just be like talking about them, and like, "Oh, you know," um, uh, like, "What's her face?" And then like my friend girl Casey would be like what's his face someone's got a
2: crush so you have a crush on that anime character
0: you have a crush on yuji from jujutsu kaisen
2: of course i do honestly
0: and, though uh, who doesn't love yuji eventually who knows at this point i feel like we've mentioned jujutsu kaisen enough to learn that we like loki have to have her on for jujutsu kaisen
2: 100 <laughs> i just keep hearing about Great things, so you know, <laughs> I'd be happy to make wrong predictions.
0: <laughs> you did nothing but do good predictions this time
2: about, I mean, two
0: characters.
1: No, actually, it was quite actually, a few. Actually, you characters. did pretty
0: well overall. I was I telling you for the characters you haven't met yet, too. The,
1: yeah, the blonde kid with overalls.
2: Oh, the super accurate. happy guy. Okay. okay, okay,
0: okay. Look at you go. Look at me. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so, also, this is, like, there's a lot of tropes-ish here. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, tropes light. One (laughs) of the tropes that isn't, like, a huge, huge trope, but I've seen it a lot, is the... And this is, like, almost, like, a baby version of Naruto. It's the, oh, you have like this beast inside of you. And rather than like ever tell you about it, we're just going to treat you like garbage.
1: Oh, oh, the orphanage?
0: Yeah. That's literally Naruto with the oh, nine-tailed Fox no. demon. When everyone, I say it, yeah.
1: When I say it follows that beat, where like instead of the swing, it's, it's always
0: like, them being like, you're the worst, go it's to hell.
1: The, it's the cathedral like reflection on the floor replaces the swing
0: because <laughs> lo- it came up like seven times i was like i literally also had that i was like is this their swing <laughs> but also like regardless and again i hate the trope because like how hard would it be to be like hey you're a danger to the people around you like please leave <laughs> please uh rather please. than just be like weirdly Worse version of white fanging because at least in white fanging, it's like about love, mm-hmm, like yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you can't keep them. But this is just like, get out of here!
2: Yeah, I don't but- want you here.
1: Surprisingly, it does get worse than Naruto, like he- they treat him way worse than um Naruto which was treated by his whole village. Yeah, yikes, which is like hard, but like, yeah,
0: <laughs> but I was just like, man, these people are being dicks <laughs> to yeah. this little boy. So oh. Mean. You know it's so funny though when he's sitting there and he's like about to die and he like musters the strength to stay alive and he's like I'm gonna rob the next person that comes by <laughs> and then it's like a motorcyclist and then he's like he okay like, well, can I do that person. too fast and then it's like a whole military parade and he's like
2: and he's like <laughs> not that
0: person well they wouldn't have their wallets on them and then you get which is probably one of my favorite things and I hope it just keeps going which is just Daza just. Inability to want to be alive.
2: Yep. Oh my god. Sounds like
0: hashtag relatable.
2: (laughs) It's it's a big part
1: of his personality. Oh my god. I mean, he
0: introduces himself as a suicidal maniac. He does. Again, like the little, like three minutes I saw of episode three, he said something like, "A suicidal maniac always keeps his word."
2: I love when he was introducing himself, too. He was like, hi, I'm a suicidal maniac. I was trying to die without bothering anyone, but I guess it bothered you. So sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he's like, at first, he's like, I'm really mad you rescued me. I was trying to die without bothering anyone. So I guess that bothered you. So, like, that's on me. That's on me. Honestly. <laughs> that's on me. Gotta do better next time. <laughs> Oh gosh. And then again, just Kunikita just being like I love when he gets so offended when Kunikita calls him like a bandage waste repository or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he and I also love I love that when Kunikita is reading all the complaints, he's mimicking the people. He's like doing impressions of them. And yes. you think that Dazai is like upset that the complaints are coming through and he's like, How did I not know you were good at impressions? Yeah. <laughs>
2: And the rock, paper, scissors scene, like, the two of them are just ugh, hilarious. Yeah,
0: and the anime's just so funny. It's
1: so <laughs> funny. A big part of their dynamic is Dazai just wants to wreck kunakita's like fucking day well, like clearly. his whole thing is causing him mischief on a on the daily basis and I mean, they're
0: literally so chaos and order like you know yes and it's so funny to I watch i just love it every time he's like write that down it's important and then after uh, halfway through he's always like i'm messing i was joking you. and then he just breaks the you. pen every time and then, nice then it goes to strangle pens, him too it's a
2: nice ass pen it's so <laughs> funny <laughs>
0: Uh, but let's like not dismiss. I'm not saying that we were. I'm just saying this. Let's like not dismiss Atsushi also being a relatable icon from just yes. like feeling like a worthless piece of trash and being so good at articulating it <laughs> when he's <laughs> oh, like trying to convince uh, the fake bomber to not bomb the place <laughs> and he just goes off on like this like z- I, he's like even like so i i don't really know his name because he was only introduced one time right, uh, right to us uh uh even though he, like he was in on the bit he was still like wait what's happening here <laughs> even does is like you wow okay? you're really
2: good at this like committing to the whole worthless piece of shit bit i'm really proud of you and i was like That's oh so
0: funny <laughs> uh, i loved it
2: so funny i loved all of the um the graphics too, like as he's going through and you see like his thought process on screen and how everyone was introduced, like all the arrows that are pointed. It was just super fun. It added a lot of whimsy.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Also, the animation's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like... The art like... style's
0: very good. Like just in general, like they, it's animated well, but I love the art style, which actually fun fact something that you brought up earlier about like the character designs the character designs were actually done long before any plot was written
1: that makes sense that, that really does make sense.
0: sense because Kafka had a different teamwork on the character design so that he could focus on writing the story mm-hmm. but he also wanted the designs to be done first so that they could be as wild or different as they could be so that he didn't then try to base their design off of the plot instead Ooh. like he was like he was like oh. I don't want the story to determine what they look like I want them to look this way Way, and then I just they they are in the story.
1: Honestly, that's that so is cool. how you do OCs. Though you draw a character, you're like I commit to this character, and then you come up with the personality and background for them.
2: So there you go. He did the OC process.
0: Heck yeah! Um, I mean, that's this is this is literally just literary fanfic.
1: 100%. You know this this
0: is what was it trans Thomas Jefferson?
1: I was gonna say Miko <laughs> Binder trans Thomas, Jen- Thomas
0: Jefferson that's what this is
1: I love how specific the Miko binder is (laughs) PJ knows this I've been drawing anime for a while and Mm -hmm. four years I've been drawing it since like literally like 6th grade no since like 8th grade Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: I have not I've never been able to commit to an eye style and I still don't know like which one I wanted to go and after watching this anime this is the style I want to draw in Like the two tone eyes i'm married to it not the two-tone i mean like shape wise because you can make any eyes two-toned okay i am obsessed i love them and i want to practice that
0: (laughs) how exciting but yeah it's so good it's uh, animated so beautifully and again just bringing in so many aspects of the literary word Mm -hmm. is so cool which is why why i kind of wanted to play like a little game because you know a lot about books you know a lot about authors oh no so i kind of wanted to get you through some of the at least american authors and see if you can guess which of their books their ability is because uh. <laughs> it is always based off one of their books okay. uh so and i'm if you don't know it's totally fine because some of these authors i'm like i've never heard of this person before really and some hard, of them i was like so. oh i didn't know that that was the author of this book so mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. don't know it's totally fine okay let's start with lucy Maud montgomery do you know who that is Mm, No, I do not. Uh, Lucy Maud Montgomery is the author of Anne of Green Gables.
2: Oh, I did not like Anne of Green Gables. And her
0: (laughs) ability is Anne of Abyssal Red. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is dramatic. What about Margaret Mitchell?
2: This is really embarrassing. I don't know her either. (laughs) This is awful. I don't know her either.
0: (laughs) It's Gone with the Wind.
2: Oh, she's the one that uh, speaks with a southern accent.
0: Right. Oh that would be Nathaniel Hawthorne. Oh my god. So
2: good. <laughs> um, I do know him. He was he was the Scarlet Letter, right?
0: There you go. Yes! Nathaniel okay. Hawthorne and his ability, the Scarlet Letter. Mm. Uh John Steinbeck. There's a lot to choose oh. from there.
2: I would I mean I would probably say of mice and men, right?
0: Uh unfortunately you'd be wrong. His ability is the grapes of wrath.
1: It's really fucking uh, sick. It allows him oh, so to
0: sprout horny. grapevines from his neck and graft onto other plants. I and mean, he can yeah.
1: control
2: Plants. That is super cool. I don't know what you would do with mice or men. So, yeah, I
1: mean,
0: he could control mice. Men. It's a and Willard men.
1: situation. He could call the mice and they attack people. It's, it's Fruits
0: and Basket then he could... all over again. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Howard Phillips Lovecraft?
2: Oh, I don't know him. I know the other Lovecraft. You don't know who HP Lovecraft is? I, okay, it is HP Lovecraft. Yeah, Howard okay. Phillips.
1: <laughs> the only person with the last name Lovecraft.
2: I, I mean, listen, I did not... <laughs> I didn't know what his full name was. I've only ever heard HP. Um, anyway, is it... I mean, you think about Cthulhu, right?
0: So yeah, if do you want to go with Call of Cthulhu?
2: Because that's the only one that I could think of, yes.
0: Uh, it's a little broader than that. It is The Great Old Ones. Uh, which is Cthulhu is one of the Great Old Ones. Right. Uh, what about Mark Twain?
2: Oh, I mean, Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer.
0: Uh, as spoiled by Skylar earlier. I'm sorry! <laughs> <laughs> And what about Louisa May Alcott? Uh, little Women. Little Women. Uh, Herman Melville. Give me a second.
1: Give me a second. You know I it. Know I promise I do. you do. I do. I do. I do. Um,
2: <laughs> do you I'll want me to give you a clue? Uh, Moby no, Dick. Never mind. <laughs> was that your <laughs> was whale clue? Like, I can't. I'm yeah, sorry. It's not great. It's not great. Was that your whale? It's like when <laughs> you did your New York accent the other day. I was like, what was that? <laughs> I
1: told PJ that last night. <laughs> I was just like, I unsuccessfully did a New York accent last night. And then I did it for him. And he was like, You're not allowed to be friends with my friends anymore.
0: <laughs> she the was like, Lauren like, found it funny. And I was like, I don't care.
2: <laughs> I was
0: dying. I'm
2: in New York? She did. <laughs>
0: You know, uh one time we were uh me, Skylar and Casey were on vacation and we were playing charades, like the the heads up game, oh, and yeah, it was yeah. accents and Skylar got Canada and she said, "Hey!" <laughs> To be like hey <laughs> she meant to be like a, and she said a, and we were like a. I'm walking here in Ay, Canada, New
2: York. Oh my god! So apparently,
0: the reason Skylar's bad in New York accents is because she thinks they're Canadian accents. <laughs>
2: so if we ask her to do a Canadian accent, she's gonna. She's hit. got it
0: unlocked. <laughs> got it. Uh, did you give me someone for Herman Melville?
2: It was Moby Dick, right? Yeah, yes, it, it was, was Moby okay. Dick. <laughs>
0: uh, and I'll I was... only ask you one more.
2: Oh, my God. And
0: I feel like this is probably going to be the easiest one. Agatha Christie.
2: I mean, oh, my God. But you could go so many different ways with Agatha Christie. Um, I mean, I would think, like, probably Poirot, right? Poirot's her most famous detective. So, um, Murder on the Orient Express.
0: It is And Then There Were None. Oh, it's And Then
2: There Were None? That's the oh coolest name for an ability. <laughs> um, I mean, you kill people without them realizing it. <laughs> Hello. Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. I just... I just, for the first time in my life, found out what the original name of And Then There Were None is.
2: Oh, we don't need to talk about that. And it's okay. I am
0: uh, a changed nope. person. Yeah, now.
2: we listen, it was a different.
0: I love And Then There Were None. I like it a little less now. I mean, it's uh, not a great. Uh, title. If you want, if you are a fan of Agatha Christie's work, just have, uh, search what the original name of And Then There Were None was. We don't need and, uh, to. It's okay. No, yeah. it's, it's fine. Only... And Then There Were None. Uh, yeah it's okay. That's uh, all that, that is. said <laughs> this was that's a fun it segment it that's cool changed, that's it changed me as a person no. <laughs> uh so but yeah all of that said the fun author stuff but all of that said uh obviously there's a lot more authors that we could go down but i think that was a, a fun little a fun little journey down literary uh do our, down our literary history so I think yes. with, with the plot, with our talk of art, and uh, figuring out just some hard truths about authors we really like, I think this is where we can move on to talking about the music of, yeah. of Bungo Stray uh-uh. Dogs. So why don't we talk about the intro and outro? So that intro is Trash Candy by Grand Rodeo. No more as she out my Lauren, tell me, what did you think of that intro?
2: I really, really liked it. When I was first watching the first episode, I was like, did I miss the intro? Like, where was it? And then it came at the end, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I get they it. Do
0: that sometimes with uh, pilot episodes, just because they don't want to like, distract you a lot of times?
2: Sure. Sure, and
0: I was because I obviously watched it new because it was interesting because it was like it ended and then they did the intro and then the closing like post credits and mm-hmm. then the outro which that's mm-hmm. actually a little rare sometimes you don't get the outro at all until episode two right uh, so I was like oh the, I I was like wait what's happening now <laughs> but yeah <laughs> what is happening so you do get both or just at the end in episode one and then you get them in the normal order in episode two but yeah uh, what did you did you like it
2: I did yeah no I really liked it um I thought it fit the the show really really well
0: yeah i really like it it's very fun uh mm-hmm. very like electric rock electric rock electric rock is the perfect way of putting it. i was gonna say edm rock that's not a thing <laughs> it probably <laughs> is a thing it, it probably, probably is somewhere. a thing but that's not the genre that this is yeah right and, yeah, it's very upbeat, uh, but, like, in a very, like, serious way at the same time. Like, you get the vibe. You get the energy. It's good. It's right. You do.
2: Yeah. I really had a good time with it.
1: It was so good. I loved it. You know, I love this kind of style. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was so visually, like, great. And yes. when... It starts with like Dazai falling off a building. All I could think about is like Lauren talking about Moriarty falling <laughs>
2: off Big Ben. Uh, <laughs> and I was
1: just like, I was like, wow, beautiful. I was like, oh, wait, is this because he's fucking suicidal? Yes.
2: Yeah, probably.
0: He's falling <laughs> off a bridge or something. Yeah, he's probably trying <laughs> um, to kill himself. No.
1: But I love it.
0: Uh, so then let's talk about the outro song, which is Call Out the Name by Luck Life. 僕が僕でいられる暗闇も長い坂道もそれに今を歩いてる僕らが笑えるようにおうよぶよあなた Uh, what did you
2: think of that? I mean, you talked about visuals a little bit in the opening, Skylar, but the visuals for the outro were killing it. Incredible! So the song good. was also very I nice. Was but like
1: all these book pages, Lauren's gonna fucking love this. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was like, look at all these books. That's so cool. Um, but no, it is. It's slower. It really makes you think and like sit with what you just watched. And I, I really, I had a good time. I enjoyed this one as well. I liked both of them. I think equally.
0: Yeah, I really like the outro. It's got like such a good melody. It's mm-hmm. it's got a, the right level of emotion to it, mm-hmm. and yeah, I just I think it was really well done. It's a really good outro. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um. Sometimes like outros can be hit or miss unless it's Inuyasha,
2: right? Of uh, course.
1: Of course. <laughs> and I I genuinely really like this outro. I think I might like it a little bit more than the intro. I kind
0: honestly. of agree really it's hard yeah. though they're so close they're both good it's hard to get an anime where the intro and outro are both good mm-hmm. and this this it's a flip-flop it depends on my mood to which one i liked more <laughs>
1: Season That's two big. intro and outro are superior to both. They're so good. And I have had to them on sucks to be you,
0: Skylar. We're not talking wow. about it. I <laughs> know. Uh, but oh. let's, so obviously we can't get into season twos too much because we're not watching it. No uh, we'll, and Lauren might, but not yet. yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before we do that, let's get into our segment. What modern contemporary artist do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? Lauren, who do you think would have done a good job with trash candy
2: this is my answer i'm most confident in i had a really really hard time with matching the music to who i thought could do it justice this week but for the intro i said muse
0: oh i could totally see muse I doing see this that. yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah. that electric rock vibe yeah i thought that they could they could do
0: it uh what about you Sky?
1: I was trying to match both vibe and the voice, and I mm-hmm. think I did a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> I went for uh, Motion City soundtrack. Uh, as a
0: bigger Motion City soundtrack than you, I disagree that I they're the them. best choice. I love <laughs> Skylar. I like Motion City soundtrack a lot more than you do, and I agree that they're a good choice. They're a great choice. They're just not the best choice. So then, what because is the, the best, best choice? choice? Is Andrew WK.
1: Man, I like was looking at it. I'm just like, I don't listen to this person enough, so I just kind of skipped over it.
0: Uh, Yeah, and this is Andrew W.K. written all over it.
2: All over it.
0: And Andrew W.K., (laughs) known weeb, made a whole concept album based off Gundam.
2: (laughs) Has he seen this one yet?
0: Uh, uh, You know, I'll have to ask him the next time we hang out.
2: Yeah, honestly, you can be like, hey, so like, I think you could do this first song justice. And he's like, what? What is this? And then you inspire a whole new album.
0: Next time we party, 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 we got to have a party. I'll talk to him about it.
2: Yeah, just like pull him to the (laughs) side. Just be like, I just want you to just just like look at this. Just like watch this.
0: But I think these are all phenomenal choices. I would listen to all of these people do this, especially, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. honestly, all of them. I I think they would all have a slightly different take, but in a very good way. Mm -hmm. So then let's move on to our closing song, which is Call Out the Name. Lauren, who do you think could have done a good job with that?
2: It's not a great choice. I know it's not a great choice. It was the best one that I could think of. Uh, I said Matchbox 20. I can see
1: that. Oh, I can I think see they, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I think they would do a good job, <laughs> especially
2: like what hurts the most. I think they're
0: mm-hmm. a little too poppy
2: for this. I think they are yeah. too. But like, I, I kept... get it
0: for sure. Yeah.
2: Because I never could find the right match for vibe and vocal. So I had to just kind of like meet in the middle. And that's where
0: it met. Was it Matchbox 20? I think it's still good. uh What about uh, you, Sky? I really
1: got. I really got stuck between two people.
0: Can I say one just in case it's one of you? Can I say mine then in case it's one of your two? Sure. <laughs> uh, I went straight Elton John on this. Really?
2: Oh really God, he would fuck this up. Yeah, honestly, so like good. listen
0: to it again with the context of Elton John and you'll be like, oh, I totally hear it. Oh,
2: wow. Okay,
1: okay. okay. Uh, So the one I was going to go with was, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, but um, Kian, is that how you say his name? I have no
0: idea who you're talking about, Skylar. It's
1: the guy that sings the Somewhere Only a We Know song.
0: Oh.
1: Oh. Oh, my God he would do good and then i ended up going with one republic (laughs) i think they would do a really good job oh i could totally hear one republic yeah Yeah, they've got that like
0: melodic kind of sad but kind of touching vibe Mm -hmm. that's really where i was going i was like this is a sad but fun song there's only Mm -hmm. a handful of people that can do that super well yeah and that's where i went with elton john but i think one republic totally fits that vibe too and i could see matchbox 20 doing it
1: yeah Let's uh, team up all three of them.
0: (laughs) I mean, Matchbox (laughs) 20, you already have Rob Thomas having done a song with, you know, one of the greatest songs of all time with Carlos Santana. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's only a step to then do a song with You don't understand. She does. She really does. DJ
2: fucking loves that song. She really does understand. (laughs) I've played it for him in my car before and he
0: is very excited. (laughs) You guys, (laughs) it's just like the ocean over the moon.
2: (laughs) the same as the emotion that i get from you
0: you've got the kind of loving that can feel so smooth so give, give me your, your heart, heart make, make it real, real or just or forget, let's forget about, about
1: it. it i'm the guitar <laughs>
0: uh, phenomenal G-G-M. choices Great. and honestly just probably the best segment we've had because it ended in smooth by rob thomas featuring carlos santana or by carlos everything santana featuring rob thomas should in smooth. everything should end in smooth because it's so smooth it's got to kind of so level. like it smooth. feels so smooth oh my god <laughs> it's so good it's a hot one <laughs> oh my god but all of that said i think that is where we will take our break here let's watch some additional clips get some additional context and see uh just maybe if at some point there are actually some stray dogs in this anime who knows
2: i would love to see some dogs
0: you uh Oof. you guys stay tuned lauren we're gonna have you watch some context so everyone mm-hmm. uh join us back here in a second or two Alright, we're back. We saw some additional clips, some additional context, and some additional authors, some additional abilities, some additional no, I, I'll be honest, no additional stray dogs.
2: No. But no with dogs. all
0: of that said, Lauren, what do you think of Bungo Stray Dogs?
2: I still really like it. I am very heartbroken. There's no dogs at all. So for that, I'm very disappointed. But I mean, you got a Rashomon. That's kinda like a dog. I mean sort of like a dog. But you know, as far as dogs go, very disappointing. But as far as the anime shows go, I really liked it. So, that's cool.
0: Yay! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh we saw some we saw a lot of really fun, really cool stuff in that context it also made me excited to keep watching. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm very much in the same boat. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I want uh, so I with everything. Uh Lauren, did you end up with a favorite character?
2: I mean, I I think my favorite character is probably gonna be your favorite character, but it's, it's gonna be
0: Dazai? Yes, it's Dazai, of course yeah. it's Dazai. <laughs> Dazai's the best character. He is
2: the best character. From the second he came out of the river, I was like, Oh, it's you, you're my favorite, and it hasn't changed.
0: <laughs> Can I say the other characters that the context almost made me pick, but just even in the context, Dazai was better? Was uh Edigawa and Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, Edgar Allan Poe Oh with, with his super raccoon.
2: Cool. His little raccoon.
0: Yeah, but regardless, yeah, Dazai is so He's just, just, so the cool. just the best, just best.
2: Yeah, yes. and he's
1: funny. Yeah, I like him a lot. My favorite character is Odasaku. Have I met? Yeah, them? you're
0: gonna need to like give us context. I here don't know or who that Skyler, is. Okay. Like-
1: <laughs> um, you know the guy that was walking in the rain to the very noir music? Oh yes, him. Okay, that's Odasaku, and I love him. He's the best.
2: I'm excited to see. Okay, who he is I'm excited eventually. to meet him too. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do have to say, for people that have finished season one and you're excited to start season two, you're gonna, the first couple episodes, you're gonna think it's a Tokyo Ghoul. It's not. Because I literally almost fucking stopped because I thought it was a Tokyo Ghoul.
0: All right, so I mean, I think... Obviously, we have our Dazai favorite character. Skylar has another favorite character that maybe when we meet him, if you do choose to meet him, will be Mm -hmm. your favorite character and maybe mine. But I think with all of that said, it's time we get to the big question like we do every week. And today, you know, I want to focus on literature. You know, we always uh, this is a very literature focused Uh, anime you know there's a question of what makes literature truly great and you know they say it's really based on is it startling is it unexpected is it unusual is it weighty is it new but you know it doesn't have to be all that makes literature great it could just you know challenge ideas put your mind on edge but everyone has a different idea of what makes literature great what i think makes literature great is asking a question that maybe you didn't have an answer to before And exploring what that answer could possibly be. So I'm going to kind of do that in a quick roundabout way here by asking you, Lauren, the big question. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Would you keep watching Bungo Stray Dogs?
2: I absolutely would. I think this anime, I mean, the first two episodes, I had such a fun time. And the context clips just made me all the more intrigued. So absolutely, I will.
0: You love to hear it, you love to see it. That's very exciting. That is a kawaii <laughs> success in the book. Skylar over here just like I've already seen it all. No,
1: no, no, no. I still I'm have to, to, to watch the it. movie in season 3.
0: We all have to We all have a little bit more Bungo Stray Dogs left in us. <laughs> uh, but that said that is a kawaii success in the book you'll love to see it continuing strong with detective month we'll Yay! see if next week we continue that trend going with it invaded our final episode of detective month and also fun fact that episode will release on the one year anniversary of our first episode releasing
2: <gasps> oh my god one year anniversary i'm honored that i'm gonna be here for it
0: yeah and so will Aww. it invaded
2: Wow, we actually Look stuck to something for a year.
0: <laughs> and because we moved from Mondays to Tuesdays, it's to the date a year.
1: Ah, oh, wow. it was not planned, wink it wink. It was
0: not planned. Wink, <laughs> wink. But all of that said, uh, that is not where this book is going to come to a close.
1: Is there an MV for that? AMV
0: Anime music videos is there a name Uh, All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me a song and artist for Bungo Stray Dogs.
2: Okay, okay. I had a couple of options, and I was like, you know what? Whatever way the context clips take me is the vibe that I'm going to go for. There's one that I think applies to the first two episodes I saw, though, too. So I am going to say No Roots by Alice Merton.
1: Interesting.
2: Because they didn't have any roots because they're stray dogs, right, is my thought process. I don't know if other people have thought about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, quite a few people have thought about it. There is, oh. uh, there's at least three no roots AMVs to Bungo Stray Dogs, which means you get a solid three points in the book. Hell yeah! <laughs> no, for Bungo now, KJ,
2: oh yeah, yeah,
1: you didn't see this anime. Uh, what is yours? Right. <laughs> uh.
0: I'm gonna be cheap. I'm just gonna be cheap. I'm gonna give you one that I I can almost guarantee exists. All right. Ooh. I'm going to go with Eye of the Tiger by Survivor.
2: Oh, my God. Eye of the Tiger. There's a tiger in here. I get it. I get it. It's got to, right? It has to exist. Uh, yes.
1: There are plenty. One that I'm very interested in is the <laughs> instrumental Eye
0: of Ooh, the Tiger. Oh, Fun. Oh. Uh, but a, con- uh, a consistent three points across the board. You love to see it.
2: Love to see it. Congratulations.
0: Congratulations to you as well. Oh my God,
2: thank you so much.
0: And you know what I love about this anime is you have a lot of really good mystery writers. You have Gawa, you have Edgar, and one of the biggest mysteries is left to be unfurled.
1: Because it's time for the super secret, not so secret bonus point. Is there an AMV for Bungo Stray Dogs to Evanescence?
2: Bring me to life.
0: All right, Lauren, do you think it'll exist? I mean,
2: yes. I have. There's. Listen, I was very confident about Moriarty though, and there wasn't. I'm still saying yes because it
0: fits the vibe. Uh, You are 100% right. So there's only like, Two,
1: which is what? weird, because the doctor literally brings everyone back to oh, life. Oh,
0: again, I I feel like Moriarty should have one hundred percent existed, but this huh. at least exists. But come on, Not I know that I know that we're old heads in the AMV community over right. here, ah, right? But like, come on, AMV community, this is we. You need to you need to get on it, okay? Like but regardless, there are two, so that is four points in the book. A kawaii success in the book, Woo-hoo. and. The last episode before we officially hit our one-year mark in the book. Oh! But with all of that said, Lauren, as always, thank you so much for joining us here today.
2: Thank you I so guess. much. For thank having you so me. much. Yeah, I always have such a fun time, and honestly, now I'm getting so many more animes to watch on my list.
0: And <laughs> uh, you didn't even think you'd watch any of them. <laughs> I
2: didn't, and now I'm like, oh, I'm done with Moriarty. I'm in the middle of Inuyasha. I have to add Bungo Stray Dogs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I'm glad you're having a good time. And Mm -hmm. our audience, I hope you had a good time. I hope you had a fun time. I hope you had a lack of stray dogs time. But plenty of cool books time. That's true. Uh, you know a Bungo time or a Bungo time whatever you whatever kind of time you <laughs> think this should be whether it's an O or an OU whatever kind of time that would be <laughs> but unfortunately that is the end of our time today and until next time we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment I have been PJ
2: I've been Skylar I've been
0: Lauren bye everyone bye, bye. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Kawaii On Facebook, you can also find the official Kawaii group where you can interact with us as well as other fans of the podcast. Or go to our website, KawaiiDesupod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's k-a-w-a-i-i-d-e-s-u-p-o-d.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes. It really does help.